Well, nobody said it would be easy out here in St. Louis, and it certainly wasn't tonight. And as we approach the witching hour out there on the East Coast, well, the Phillies finally get a victory here uh, at Bush Stadium as they win it 5-2. to two. Welcome into Phillies Playback Friday Night Roundtable Edition tonight. Greg Murphy here with you. Kevin Stocker is here. And in comes Scott Fransky. I didn't he think is he was ready to go. Yeah. I didn't think he was coming. Yeah, back. there was a part of me that thought he just got an Uber and took off. But uh, there he is. He's back on headset. I should have done that. <laughs> I like how you came down eating a hot dog. But I you wanted to go see the Turnpike Troubadours, but uh, that yeah, they, that, that they're already ship, on the that Turnpike. Ship has sailed. <laughs> they they yeah. are troubadouring down down some Turnpike at yeah. this point. Uh, we miss them. But uh, yeah, a long affair tonight. But uh, as you guys. Just talked about with uh, JT Romuto, uh, a win's a win, and at this time of the year, as long as it takes, right? As long as you end yeah, up with a win column, they all count the same. They yeah. really do, whether it's yeah. magical or whether it's horrible or whatever. <laughs> I mean, however you get there, they do all count the same in the end. There's no doubt about it. I like I like when you said to JT, like a hundred and what was a hundred ninety pitches, hundred ninety four, and he's like, he's like, oh, I didn't know, I knew it was long, but I didn't know it was hundred ninety four. Like, yeah. yeah, that's why your legs hurt, buddy. It's uh, it, it was it was and you know and a lot of those pitches in the eighth and ninth inning, uh, Craig Kimbrell and, and um, Jose Alvarado really oh. kind of struggling there to uh, find the the zone. I yeah, mean, it was uh, fifty six pitches from your top two relievers two in the eighth and ninth. Is that right? Fifty six. I pitches. mean, and and really, what you get into is that neither of them are available for tomorrow. Yeah, is my guess. Certainly not Kimbrell. Probably not Alvarado unless there's an emergency, so to speak. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you you had to win it. Yeah. You, you can't lose a game that you yep. went on the road and scored four in the first, and you can't let that get away. That so. four-run factor almost came back to oh. bite us, didn't it? But uh, you can't Larry let the Cardinals. Anderson, I'm telling you, man, no. Larry Anderson, he's got some baseball wit, <laughs> wit and wisdom. He's been around the game for a little bit. Uh, uh, you're you're not, you don't buy it. <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying that you don't think he has wit and wisdom? Larry, or? Larry never came up to us and said, hey, man, don't get me any runs. <laughs> I don't need them. It's, it's the four runs, though. That's the, oh, it's therein just the lies four the run. It doesn't work with three, and it doesn't work with six right. or whatever. It's but on four. Fridays against the Cardinals, it works fine. Right, because they don't right. win on they're Fridays. Terrible on That's Friday. Right. They're terrible on yeah. Friday. Meanwhile, the Phillies have improved to fourteen and ten on Fridays. All right, and I know that because we've done fourteen really good Friday night roundtables and ten really bad ones because we're never as good after the. Uh, after oh the yeah, right. We're right. not. Generally, we're not. Yeah. Hey, by the way, so the game ended, and and we're chit chatting, doing all the stuff. Scott's doing his thing. I got a text a minute after the game ended. From J.K., John Crook. John Crook, who's hey. back, who's, who we should tell folks, yeah. is back at the hotel because I love John. it wasn't on television yeah. tonight locally. Yeah. It was Apple TV. So John's back at the hotel just kind of chilling. Uh-huh. Well, I assume he's chilling, probably digging in his dinner, some chips or something. Yeah, he's eating Pringles. Or and something. literally it just says, what bus will you be on tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the air. At least he didn't, you know, at least he didn't hit you during the game to bother you, right? I mean... But that's a little neurotic for John, right? I mean, the game's well, over a minute, and he's already trying to figure out what bus we're going to get on right. tomorrow. Before well, the game, right before, what I channel? Mean, little, little is a relative term, but I mean, <laughs> um, a little neurotic for John. Uh, I don't know that it is. I, it's I think that's right kind on of friend. Crocker. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's true. He, yeah. he always worries about that kind of stuff. And again, he's been sitting in a hotel now for two straight days with nothing to worry about. So this is this is his one worry: is what time am I going to the ballpark? <laughs> I need Kevin Stocker to lead me. Yeah, but yeah. he won't around the stadium. 
So I think I said 2.30. And, and I've done this before. John's great. And then he's never on there. And I'm like, where were you? I was worried about you. He went you. early. I went like two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, because he gets antsy when, yeah. when, when it's like it's approaching that time to it's get on the prep. bus. He's got to do his prep. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, yeah. he does his prep. Yeah. Do you remember, I, this was before your time stock with us, but uh, we used to stay in a hotel in Arizona that was like the sprawling resort. What was the name of that place? The, the Biltmore. The Biltmore, right. And they had, instead of having a hotel where, you know, everything's kind of, you get on an elevator, you go up to your floor, and they had like different um, sections of the resort. And you had to walk the paths and around the pools and find your your building your building and, your and then and, yeah yeah and man, <laughs> john was just, like he was lost like we had to no walk chance. him to his room we had to get him for the games he would sit in the lobby instead of going back to his room because he was afraid he's gonna get lost i'm pretty sure the biltmore <laughs> is what is is it was either the biltmore it was a combination of the biltmore and uh a desire to never get into New York City again that, that knocked Larry finally off the road. Is that right? Yeah, because the Biltmore, the Scorpion. Oh, the Scorpion. Like I that. still have a picture of that on my yeah. phone. Uh, the Scorpion in his bathroom. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, New York, that's a whole yeah, other he, set of problems. He, he doesn't handle that. But, uh, but I'm pretty sure that was one of those that he was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I've had enough. I don't need to 40 be Forty years this. on the road yeah. is enough for me. Uh, yeah. I, I get that. The Billmore, though, Frank Lloyd Wright. I mean, it was, it was, That's it was right. snazzy. I kind of like that place. I mean, it was built a long time ago. Yeah, but it was and, cool. Uh, there was, I thought it was cool, yeah. But you're I right. I feel like John A. had no chance. Yeah. They had really good buffalo wings there, too. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know this because I order them everywhere I go. Yeah. They, yeah. Don't tell my doc. <laughs> Too late. I think you yep. just did. Yeah, I probably Too late. did. I probably did. Um, yeah, so Aranola tonight, guys. Uh, it's just, you know, I had Caleb Cotham on the pregame show, really interesting conversation, almost entirely about Aranola and what they're trying to do to fix him. But not tonight. I mean, he just he continues to struggle. Did you see a lot of the same at Aaron tonight? Uh, I think so. I, I just – his command. The other thing that hurt Aaron was the mistakes behind him. And so sure. then you get guys on base and then Aaron tries to overthrow or be too fine. And I just don't think he has his command right now. And maybe that, maybe it's not trusting his pitch, right? He doesn't trust the curveball maybe anymore or whatever it is. So he doesn't want to throw it for a strike. And then when he does, it's in the middle of the plate. I, I can't say I saw anything that was a whole lot different than what we've been seeing. Uh, well, I, I disagree in one sense. Because while his command has not been great for most of the season, he still has swing and miss stuff. And tonight he didn't. Yeah, one strikeout, right? Well, he had one strikeout. Right. Uh, I think they only swung and missed at four pitches. Sounds about right. Um, out of the 40 or however many they offered at. Um, I don't know what the final total was, so I don't, don't quote me on that. But I, I think – it's one thing if you say, all right, he his command is off. He left this over the middle of the plate or whatever. That's fine. But when you get no action, no swing and miss action on the curveball, you can't find a way to, you know, fool a guy. Um, that, to me, is a little different for him. But I don't know. Either they know it's coming or, yeah. or he's something changed in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and – Going to that, and I may be off base on that. You, That's okay. You know. No, I mean everybody. You see whatever. I, I 
remember in the interview you did with Caleb, he talked about, he made this point I thought was really interesting. And it was, you can be a guy where your catcher sets up in the middle of the plate. Yeah. Or you can be a guy, a pitcher throws to somebody who has to move where they want to pitch. And he kind of referred to Christopher Sanchez, who throws three pitches and a, and a brilliant changeup. Stubbs, catching him the other day, sets up right in the middle of the plate because his stuff, his changeup, isn't about location. It's what you talked about, Scott, where it's just full the hitter. It's just right down the middle. You think you're on it, and you, know, you don't have to worry about spots. That's a different type of pitcher. Aaron, I don't think, is that guy at all. I think Aaron has to be corner, corner down and away, set up up here to make the curveball work. There's a lot more to his pitching. Sure. Yeah. And when some of that is out of whack, uh, for whatever reason, he can't seem to reload back in. And I don't, I don't know what it is, I, I, you know, specifically. Um, I still think he does have, like you said, swing and miss stuff. So tonight somehow – now, I don't know in the last two games if he was getting whiffs because he, he only went like four and a third one game. And right. I don't know what this whiffs. But. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look to see what, what they all were. I mean, obviously he had more strikeouts. I mean, his last – Eight, six, seven, five, nine, five, six. I mean, still getting some of those strikeouts. He's getting yeah. strikeout tonight. He got one, and yeah. I, I don't know that anybody. I didn't look it up. I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find a start in which he went four plus at any point and yeah. and, had, and only had one. And yeah. only had one. I mean, right. this guy is. There's there's yeah. like four guys in baseball that have 200 strikeouts in each of the last th- four non non. Shortened years, yeah. you know, non-COVID, yeah, uh, and he's one of them, and uh, he's going to struggle to get to 200. Um, part of that is innings, right? And now that they've slowed down, I mean, he's these are some short starts, right? And the the thing about it is, is is the the Phillies are. I I've often looked at it as though there's no other place for Nola on the roster in the postseason other than as the starter, right. as a starter. Um, he's not like a Sanchez or a Lorenzen or even a Ty Walker that can – or Ranger who's done right. relieving and has, has some of that in their background, and you could envision that kind of thing. I don't know. Now, again, maybe I'm off base. Zach Eflin, for instance, was a starter. His whole career came back right at the end of the season, worked in relief. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I just think Nola – I mean, they're they're headed to have him start yeah. game two. Yeah. Look, but they need him to start game two. But they need him to be good. That's you know, if yeah. the Phillies are going to get to where they'd like to get to, that's back to where they were last year and two more games. They need Aaron Nola to be a starter, and they they need him to be effective in the postseason. Because yeah. if he's not, or if he's if he's not, if he doesn't isn't a starter at that point, well, then the, the Phillies are in trouble. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to bang with whoever they face. I mean, they're going to have to. Yes. You know, like these games against the Braves earlier in the week, That that's what they're going to have to yeah, do. Yeah, score a lot of runs. Now, there are going to be days when a Max Freed gets to him, but I think I, I just think that they're going to have to slug yeah. with some guys. I agree. And, and um, you know, Turner's he had a good night tonight. Obviously, I don't know what the Harper situation was crossing the bag at first or what what went down there i don't know if um we'll hear anything afterwards but uh there's some other guys in the lineup that i I don't want to say they're leaking oil but you know stott since august 1st is hitting about 240 
Um, Alec Bohm, uh, 230 over his last 20 games or something like that. Wouldn't you say, though, that in stock you could speak to this? Mm-hmm. The postseason, you know, you, you get in and the postseason begins. That is almost like a – it's a new season and it almost kind oh, yeah. of rejuvenates oh, yeah. everybody and the oh, aches yeah. and pains go away a little bit. The adrenaline starts sure. to flow. Sure. Fair? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, and to both your points and to yours, too. With yeah, but that doesn't mean you're going to hit. No, it no. doesn't mean you're going to hit, but, but – No, this is – again, though, this is I what think I think is happening. I, I'm telling you, it's scoreboard watching. And what you're seeing you is scoreboard tight. watching. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm tight well, up why, here. Wait a minute. Yeah. But, but why, why should they be tight? They're the National League champions. They shouldn't be tight. I'm just saying they shouldn't be tight. Are you saying that there's, like, there's more pressure on them? Obviously, there's more pressure on the Phillies than there are on the Cardinals tonight, for instance. Right. Um, is there more pressure on the Braves this week or the Phillies? Phillies. And that yeah. is because they need to win. I, I, but but what, then I think that flip flops in the postseason. I think all the pressure goes back on Atlanta once the, the postseason starts. Yeah, I'm just because if they don't now, win the World Series, this their yeah. season's a complete disappointment. Yeah. That's, I'm just talking about now, like going through this in this period where you're in this wild card race and you got guys coming for you and you and you start scoreboard watching and sometimes you start looking at up there where I'm pointing by the way up to where the scores are <laughs> rather than really focusing on just play loose like you like they should. Unfortunately, human nature, especially as a baseball player and a young one who's never really done it, you go through and then you, you go over, like Bryson goes over. Now it's like the weight of his world, or, you know, the world is just on him. He's like, oh, my God. You know, but once you get in, then I just think all of that goes away. Yeah, and they talked about that last a year. A lot of it goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they get out of here. Um, all right, well, hey, but, I, I, I can't let this round table. Still got to catch the ball. You still got to yeah, catch the ball. Yeah, they did not do that tonight. Uh, I didn't want to let this round it's table. It's more of a triangle, by the way. Well, it is a triangle. There's only three of us tonight. But uh, if we all held hands and back, that would be a circle. We could do that. <laughs> we don't have to do that. I'm just saying we, we could do that. Scott's out. <laughs> Fransky's gone. Hey, where are you going? But, yeah, come on. I got an Uber waiting. <laughs> um, you know, Speaking of Krucky and his hotel issues, it does seem, Scott, I think you'll back me up on this. It does seem that every hotel that we check into nowadays, an issue arises with our good friend over here, Kevin Stocker. And it was no different when we arrived here in St. Louis at, what, 2 o'clock in the morning yeah. the other night? Uh, we get to the hotel, and, and well, Stock, why don't it's you pick up the story? No, no. It's so just, I have started to peg Stock as the high-maintenance one on the crew. Yeah. Because there always seems to be a problem with a hotel. And, and because it's fun to peg that way. <laughs> I think we've talked about yeah. this on the air. His, yeah. there's, you know, often... there's always a noise complaint. We're going to nip this in the bud right now. I don't want that label. <laughs> you take it away right now. But, but stop, tell the story. Because part of the story is that, like, no one believes you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, first of all, there's two parts to the story. Yeah. One, you didn't want to speak up because you... Yes, you knew yeah, I would, yes, you knew so I would give you a hard time. So you get to your room. There's a whole bunch of noise in the, the at two room o'clock in the morning. The hall, yeah, right? it's right next to my room. So it's connected okay. to my room. There's literally, for, you're missed part of it. I walk in. I'm going to go into my room, and I look over to the double doors next to me. It says like maintenance or or like service elevator. Service elevator yellow or crime tape. There's yellow crime tape, caution tape across the door. And I'm like, right. huh. And then <laughs> huh. I hear, I'm like, huh, maybe that's why I hear a shampooer, like, like a carpet two, rug cleaner. That's yeah, right, right, going to town. At okay. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So I go in my room. Maybe I don't hear it in there. 
I go in my room, and all I hear against the wall where the bed is, and I hear bang, bang. They're just banging against, like, cleaning With the rug cleaner. With the rug cleaner. Which, we're after midnight, right? (laughs) I'm like, you you wonder what's happening in the other room. Caution (laughs) tape. So I'm like, okay. So my first thought is, if I say something, Fransky's going to burn me on this. Right. And my first thought was, Friday Night Rounds, Dan. I know. This is great. But then I realized. I'm sure you looked down the hall just making sure I wasn't out there to see <laughs> then, you sneaking back to the But then I realized I don't really care what France can That's it, that again. Yeah, there you go. So then I go down to the elevator, and I'm like, how is nobody else hearing this? You could hear it all the way down the hall. Uh-huh. I go down to the front desk. There's just the, like three of the gals there well, and the security guard. And, and in the hotel we're in, you have to take an elevator down to the eighth <laughs> yes. floor and then take another elevator to the first floor to get to the yeah. lobby. So With again, all my stuff. At so, 2 o'clock in the yeah. morning. So I go down, and I explain the situation and the noise. And they're looking at me like, that can't be. And I look at the security guard, and he literally goes, no, that's not happening up there. That's, he goes, that's the uh, service elevator. Like, There's nothing going on. You're that guy Fransky told us about. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Oh, okay, I was sorry. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm I got sorry. him on the list right here. And I, so then I said, actually, and I pulled out the video I had taken and said, listen. Oh, you took video ahead of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because okay. I'm like, I knew. I need evidence. I need evidence. So then they're like, really? That's happening? I said, yeah. But so you they, had videotaped it. As evidence for me, no, probably, no, no, to but, prove but a point like to, to me, it, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go up the one elevator, and I get over to the other one, and I go up the second elevator. I go to my room, and they are already there. There's like two of them, full embarrassed. And they're like, oh, it wasn't a shampooer, but we're so sorry. I'm like, what was it? And they're like, oh, well, it's hardwoods, and they're stripping the floor. Unbelievable. At 2, At o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> And I guess they didn't think that there would be anybody. They go, oh, they said they didn't think anybody was here. And I'm like, you mean just like the entire team? You know, they got to do it sometimes, though. <laughs> yeah, right. but like believe- noon would be I a good time. The, I always say the same thing because, you know, you drive home from the game and you get on the Schuylkill Expressway. It's like, why are we doing construction the yeah. minute the game lets out? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, can't we find it? But they have to do it sometimes. Yeah, you're such I a guess. complainer, right? Isn't he? Right? Gosh. But they have to do it sometimes. But I will say this, a hotel of that size, it does seem to be a rather large hotel. Yeah. It would seem that they could find a room for you somewhere <laughs> not in the vicinity she literally of the goes, floor stripper. There's no, I have no rooms. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, then get up there. And they <laughs> did. Now, they were totally, they say they're totally out of rooms. They, they said, we nothing. don't have a room for you. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's two different things. <laughs> You're gonna have to leave. No, wait. So now this goes on the heels. I don't. Know. This Uh-oh. goes on the heels. When we got back on the last road trip, I think I told you because you gave me a ride home. Yeah. You don't know about this. I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Right before the last road trip, before the trip, like we leave oh. <laughs> at our apartment where we're staying, they changed out the locks and put digital locks on our doors. Like, you put in a code or whatever. Great. We get back from San Diego. Murph, you're so nice. He gave me a ride back. I'm like, hey, just so you know, can't get a hold of my wife. I don't know the code to get into my room. I go in there. It's 2 in the morning, two, or 3 in the morning. I'm knocking on the door quietly. I can't get in. No one answers. So I have to go to the courtyard out around. In their apartment building. In our yeah. apartment building. Can't get my wife's attention. She's out. So I go in, and I get batteries. And again, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. It's more like 3. Yeah. Yeah, it was late. So I get batteries out of a remote control from the common area of our apartment building. I go into the courtyard where I can see the window, and I go, and it goes bang against the window. (laughs) Nothing. So I throw another battery. (laughs) 
And you only go, have two batteries to go. That's all I got. That's all you got. So I, I, I holler my wife's name you know, quietly. So I go around. How do you to quietly the, holler? But that, well, that's a whole other story. Greg. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, very good. Good. it's it's three in the walk morning. Walk up <laughs> you too. So I go to the sounds door. like one of your commercials. <laughs> exactly. So I go back around to the front of the door where I, I got all my luggage. I'm waiting, and the door opens, and she opens it to see who it is, and the chain is already on there. So no matter what, I wasn't getting in. I look at her, and she's breathing heavy. She's like, "Oh my God, there's somebody outside!" I'm like, "It's me." <laughs> Oh, it's always something. Uh, look, yeah. I don't want this label right now. We got to get that. I'm, I'm not a complainer. I'm just, it's Kevin's Law. That's yeah. what it's it, It's just bad uh, luck. Is bad luck. Yeah, that's, that's okay. what we're going to chalk it up. All right, yeah, I mean, it's bad luck. Like, JT had some bad luck earlier in the season. He's hit some ball hard. And yeah. There you go. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, anytime you guys want a room with me, come on over. Yeah. Well, let me sign off for that. All right, fellas. Well, uh. <laughs> Exactly what it was. I don't want to keep you any longer. I know Kev's dying to get back to his room. Oh so. my gosh. <laughs> uh, that uh, that's going to do it for our Friday night roundtable edition. But we have more to come here on Philly's playback. So don't go anywhere. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott. We will uh, have more. So stay with us on the Phillies Radio Network.